it looks like that we're just having a normal conversation, but in I real know. life, we're like squished. We're like, hmm, I don't talk to anybody like this. Oh no, this is like, this is <laughs> this is the most unnatural thing. <laughs> Do in the people world. just like, hi, hi, how are you? This is no. how people normally have conversations. I don't want to smell your oh. breath. Not that your breath stinks. <laughs> Welcome to Cultivating Goodness, the podcast where we refuse to settle for who we are by pushing ourselves and lovingly encouraging those around us to become the best we can be. I'm your host, Tristan Sinclair, and in this episode, I'm joined by one of my best friends, Julia Alex, and together we're going to be unpacking why it is true friends will offend you. So what is brutal honesty? How do we define brutal honesty? I think the best way to define it is with personal experiences mm -hmm. because I know we've got some experience with this. <laughs> My freshman year of high school, I decided to get bangs just to try it. Yeah. And Julie walks in and sees me with bangs and it's just like, well, in my head, I'm like, okay, okay, could be better. <laughs> and so she's like, what do you think? And I'm like, they look so good. They look so I can't be mean to people to save my life. So, um, I, yeah, I told her they looked great. And a year later, I finally, in hindsight, had enough pictures and videos to realize that look does not flatter me. So I started growing them out. And somewhere around then, Julia was like, yeah, no. It was like two or three years <laughs> later. <laughs> and so then I was like, why didn't you tell me? Like, I could have started growing them out so much sooner if I had known. And so ever since then with Julia, it's been a joke about an inside joke of like, hey, you need to be brutally honest with me. Tell me what I don't want to hear. So we had a second chance our freshman year of college with yes. a formal event that we had to dress up for. And for the first one, I was wearing a dress that also did not flatter me. I remember I didn't say anything at the time. I did not. And I no. appreciate that because there is a fine balance. Yeah, you don't want to embarrass people. No. Because in I would spend the entire situation. evening feeling yeah. really self-conscious. It was a pretty dress. Mm -hmm. It just wasn't well, like you said, it, it flattered your mom, flattered your sister. Did not flatter me. Yeah. So just finding like a gentle way to present that information. And so we were walking out around school and she and I was like, Oh yeah, I don't even know how it came up, but then you were like, No, it it doesn't flatter you. And I was like, we're doing much better. Like we've gone from two to three years down to like the week, the same week relatively. Yeah. Um, and so now I know, good to know. And, and, yeah. and so the whole thing with brutal honesty is, is telling people things that they don't want to hear. Mm -hmm. Things that are hard to say. Things that would be so much easier to just smile and be like, they look great. <laughs> rather than, you know, saying mm -hmm. how it is. Because it's like, well, she's already cut her hair. She's already wearing it. Um, and that's more of a lighthearted, silly example, um, just to kind, of, to kind of get into it. But in essence, brutal honesty is saying things you don't want to hear, saying things that are hard to hear, and then having from the person who's either giving it and then to the person who's receiving it, having more of a heart of receptivity. And from my perspective, going like, I don't know anything about hair, makeup, fashion. That is not my area of expertise. Lord knows I need help with that. And so with friends who are much better at it, who like either with Kylie, who does like makeup is her thing and you are just naturally very stylish shush take it <laughs> so for people like me you know having that like I can't see myself um and in I I'm very much a very intellection like thinking trying to be self-aware trying to figure out and become a better person myself but I can't see myself and so I need other people to tell me things that they're observing tell me things that they're seeing and so that's my personal like 
rant about it because it's like y'all because I, I know people are seeing things I know people unfollow me on Instagram I want to know why <laughs> and that's one thing that I was yeah. talking to you about a couple weeks ago is mm -hmm. is it, I don't take it as a self-critique kind of way if you want to follow me I want to know why like sure you can go but let me know what can I be doing better because I want to get better and improve and better reach people in a way that not in a fear of man self-conscious kind of way but I want to be I want to learn how to speak better to people and so you know what is what is it about what I'm doing that's not speaking to you like what do you want to hear about um specifically with my blog like what could I write yeah. about well and even with a personal account like mm -hmm. for people who unfollow me I'm like okay, that's fine. Like some people yeah. I'm like, okay, I, I don't know them very well. That's yeah. understandable. You probably just don't want to see whatever <laughs> I post. Yeah. But like if I'm offending somebody, if that's a problem, if I'm saying something that's wrong, I want to know that so I can correct that for future situations. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's brutal honesty is all about saying what is hard so that you can get better. And, and on an ultimate level, this goes back to how Christ treats us. Um, yeah. You know, Proverbs, oh, the reference just left me, two, three, um, the Lord disciplines the son whom he loves. God loves us so much. The most beautiful people are the ones who refuse to settle for who you are, but push you to become the best you can be. That's how God treats us, and that's how we should in turn treat other people. Of course, in a loving way. You need a relational bridge before you can deliver hard truths. You don't just go up to somebody random on the street and be like, that does not suit you. You look real ugly today. Like, don't do that. Very bad idea. Well, on the other hand, though, I mean, if there's a really bad situation. I mean, well, don't go up and insult somebody. No. But it's all it's all relative. Yeah. Based on the situation, what's going on, and the people. So you mm -hmm. just you need to use wisdom and discernment when thinking about brutal honesty. Yeah. Now with us, we've known each other not eight, Ten? nine, something like that. Nine years, something like that. So we've we've had time. We've built a relational bridge <laughs> to a point that we know. Like I know that Julia cares more about my character than my feelings, and that's how friends. You need friends who care more about your character than your feelings because that's how you're going to grow and get better. And so getting to a place where you can be the one to deliver hard truth in love. Mm -hmm. You're really good at that, about delivering truth in love. And I, I take a lot of cues from you in this department. <laughs> well, I remember there was a time, I guess it was, it was freshman year, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I was wearing like this outfit uh, <laughs> that- um, Forgot about that. Yeah, I guess it, it wasn't- No completely school appropriate mm -mm. Um, well it was when you were standing up <laughs> when you bent over yeah well not good. it was it was um important that i received correction on that specific outfit and um she didn't say anything at the moment she found she asked if we could talk in a private ish environment yeah. you know there was nobody hallway. Yeah. Empty hallway, yeah and was like hey this is maybe something that you should keep an eye out for and did it it did it in a way that one didn't it well it hurt my feelings a little <laughs> bit at the time but it wasn't like you know a lasting yeah. scar and it was a way in which i kind of figured it out for myself too like you, you did it by asking me questions and i was like i did not I want to see where anything. this is going so hairstyle clothing are kind of more like lighthearted on the surface kind of illustrations of brutal honesty but Taking it down to more of a heart issue, when um, I first began walking through the worst heartbreak of my life, I got on the phone with one of the best friends a girl could ask for, and I was filling him in on everything that had been going on because he hadn't been involved and explaining the story to him, and he was crying. And so I just, I just was very taken aback by that, and I was like, 
to see a friend who was sympathizing with me who had that relational bridge that bond that love that was totally out of it but really sympathizing empathizing one of those with my sorrows and crying about it and then right off the back of confirming that that's what was going on with the audio that I was hearing he goes you know can I give you my two cents <laughs> and I was like yeah and then trying to regain his composure in tears, he turned right back around and told me something that I didn't want to hear. It came from him who was completely out of it. And he didn't know that that's what I had been hearing from two or three other sources. And so God really worked through him to get me to a place of, okay, hey, I really, really, really hate what the season that I'm walking into. And I do not want to do it to any degree. But the fact that he took that moment to be brutally honest, to say something that he knew I did not want to hear, got me to a place in my heart and with God that I was like, okay, I'm going to walk through it, even though it is going to be the hardest thing that I have ever done thus far. And so the fact that he was being brutally honest with me turned out to be such a huge blessing from that moment at the beginning of that season to now being on the other side of it. My character has grown so much to a degree that never would have happened if that brutal honesty had never occurred and encouraged me to start walking along that path. That is a very important thing, I think. Not only to help your friends to grow by mm -hmm. giving them hard truths, but also yeah. by being receptive to those hard truths too especially when you don't think you need them. I think a lot of times, and that this just kind of goes to like the insane pride of our generation, of our yeah. world, we don't like to hear that we're wrong. And that's why you need brutally honest friends. Exactly. Not all the time, just when you need it. Because <laughs> you need people who are going to tell you when your breath stinks. Exactly. So you don't mess something up. So um, you can be socially presentable. Yeah. So you don't mess up don't a, a job interview or... Exactly. I don't know. Like people to tell you these yeah. things. Like if you have a weird hair or something's yeah. like, you know, not laying right, tell me. Or if you are just being downright insensitive and you're not handling the conversation right, or you've got a flawed way of thinking. Exactly. You people who are going to call you out on that. Especially because I can't see it. Like I want to be mm -hmm. getting better, but there's so many things about myself that I can't see the whole speck in another person's eye and log in your own. I yeah. need people who are going to point out the log in my eye because I can't get better without the community around me giving input and not in a way to be self-deprecating or self-conscious or fear of man about it. Like we just genuinely need one another to help bump and grow and round off. Having friends who are more focused on your character than your feelings. You want to be for you personally and you want to surround yourself with people who are focused on that ultimate goal. Like I, I think about Loki. Um, I can't remember which Marvel movie it is, but I just remember one movie where Thor was like talking to Loki and he was just like, you're not growing, you're not changing. It's the same story every single time. And it really struck me in whatever Marvel movie that was of thinking like, that's what life is about. That's what brutal honesty is about is we're, we're supposed to be growing. We're supposed to be getting better. We're supposed to be improving. And when you don't do that, you're kind of missing out on the whole. And then from a Christian standpoint, it's going from the beginning of your walk with Christ to progressive sanctification your entire life, trying to get more to Christ likeness. Because ultimately, even though we're never going to be conformed to Christ in this lifetime, we're supposed to be spending our entire lives searching, trying, working, pursuing, striving to become 
just like Christ. And so the whole thing with Loki and not growing is we need to be spending our lives focused on getting better and having that, you know, there's a very, if I learned anything from my college experience, balance is a thing and it is so hard to find. And so in this concept with character and brutal honesty and development, you need to have this balance of confidence and being your own person and grounded in who you are to have a confidence about yourself. But at the exact same time, you don't want to have pride or loftiness or haughty or be lifting yourself up about other people. You want to be firm in who you are in your identity in Christ. But at the same time, you need to have a humility aspect. You need to be good enough to know that you can be better. And being receptive to how you are flawed, even if it's hard to hear. And it's never going to be not hard to hear. But you can get better. Exactly. It will get better. And it's part of making you not just a better person, but making you more like Christ. That's even a good point that the best source of brutal honesty is the Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, the Bible does not sugarcoat. No, it's flat out late. Not at all. You are dust. There is yeah. no one who is righteous. Pretty much. You just need to be more like Christ. And that's exactly what I was, the, the final example of brutal honesty that I have in this aspect is a friend of ours actually uh, sat down with a different group of friends and she's like, I'm not good at confrontation, 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 confrontation. And yet she sat down and she just threw up for lack of a better word, these things that we didn't want to hear. We didn't want to like, we didn't want to talk about, we didn't want to acknowledge, but she brought them out and talked about them and she was crying and everyone else was crying and there was lots of crying and afterward, once we had reevaluated about it and talked about it a little bit and had apologies and asked for forgiveness, I just took both of her hands in mine and I was like, this is exactly what I want all of my friends to be like. And the people in the world to be like, like saying things where we are close and we know that we are never going to leave each other's side. Like we are together till death do us part. But using that and knowing, hey, we're in this for the long run and we are here to help each other get closer to that Christ likeness. And so I was just commending her for her heart and her pursuit of focusing on that greater goal, of focusing on the reason that we are here, the reason that God gives us community in part is so that we can help bump and nudge each other to round off our rough edges so that we can become closer to Christ. And that's not going to happen if we don't say things that we don't want to hear. We need friends who are going to admonish us, who are going to support us, who are going to look beyond our broken fences and admire the flowers in our garden. But we also need friends who are going to say things at times when it's appropriate that we don't want to hear. And so it's focusing on that ultimate part and being like, hey, I love you enough to let you know that you need to grow your hair up. You need to, <laughs> you need to change your top. You need mm-hmm. to walk through this season that you don't want to walk through. Mm-hmm. You need to work on this self-righteousness issue that I've been noticing. Yeah. So anything from the shallow to the hard, it's being like, hey, I am committed to you. It's ultimately, even though it may not feel like it in the moment, being hard with truth and giving it to your friends is actually a form of love. And that goes back to that verse in Proverbs of the Lord reproves the son whom he loves. Saying hard things is one of the most purest forms of love because it's going like, hey, this is hard, but we're going to work through it together. It's not just saying that you're my friend and like we're buddies. You are my sister in Christ. I care about you and I want to make you more like Christ and I want you to make me more like Christ. If you care about someone enough, you will let them know how they are failing. Yes. You pull the weeds out of their flower garden. <laughs> I love that. Before they choke. 
I like that, yeah. So thank you for doing that for me. <laughs> and thank you for doing that for me. Thank you for listening to this episode of Cultivating Goodness. If you have any questions about this topic or think of another one you would like me to cover with a friend, let me know via the contact form linked in the show notes below. For more resources, visit tristansinclair.com. That's tristansinclair.com. Happy cultivating. Hey, Hello. you're on a Girl Talk episode now. Okay, cool. Hi. <laughs> Nathan, any thoughts on brutal honesty? Uh, go for it. <laughs> That's pretty much what we're saying. Go for it. Yeah. Go for it.